Merry Christmas, friends. Welcome to Positive Hive. My name is Victor Ajay. I'm your host. And um, I will be having a guest today. My very good friend, brother. Very intelligent. And uh, he's, 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 he's representing properly. All the places he represents. Yes. But on folks, this is your guy. You learning folks is also your guy. You people that you save border across the across the world is your guy. As in, is it um, is it Bowen? No, I went to Redeemers. Redeemers, okay, Redeemers is your guy. So, <laughs> yeah. So my friend, my brother, uh, I'm looking for the title that should come before <laughs> your name. There, there's no title. No, I think there should be a title. You can't just repeat that to your people, but. There should be one. You are too... Unless you want, you want to give me a title now. No, I'm, I'm thinking that there should be one. Somebody should have done something about that by now. I, I think I only have like a nickname. A nickname, okay. Yeah, which uh, I think my mom usually called me. Ah, that one is going to be a <laughs> I think you should not say that one now. Okay, okay. Say you see, all those girls that have been watching your business. Oh, God. You see, ah, we've caught him finally. He has been proving stuff on. Well, I mean, it's, it's not something in private anymore because oh, okay. I use it at my workplace. Oh, like, okay. we all have this element and it was customized for everybody. So, I put the name at the back oh, of okay. my so it has become your... Yeah, so it has become like a household name for wow. me. Kind of thing. So, it's good to have you, sir. Yeah, same and, here. Uh, now, having you in the learning office, it's a beautiful one. I don't know if I should tell the story of how we met or how we bonded. Let me put it that way. Because meeting you was not, I think the first time we saw was not the first time we bonded. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, More like uh, a stranger acquaintance kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, you know, there's this, there's this thing I've been saying for several years that I so much cherish and I pray that God gives me that grace. Was this part in scriptures where Abraham saw those three people walking? He was sitting in front of his house. Okay. And he saw those three folks walking and was like, ah, there's something about this. People. Let me just invite them over, let them come and eat, mm. drink, and relax. Yeah. And uh, whether knowingly or knowingly, I cannot tell right now. But then he invited God and, <laughs> and yeah. angels yeah. and assignment That's right. into his house. And something that God had promised him 25 years prior that day was fulfilled or was brought to manifestation mm. and nine months one year later yeah. Isaac was born and uh, that ability to be able to identify mm. because the truth is that you cannot allow everybody enter into yeah, that right, space that's right. you understand yeah. that's just, like, just it, yeah, you cannot give yeah. everybody access yeah. so but the ability to identify those people who qualify for access into your world into your system into your life that ability is one that well I I don't know if I should say it's a spiritual thing or it's like it should be like a function of exercising it over and over and over and over again where you're able to tell um, these attributes are for people like this these attributes are for people like this and like that so now why I'm telling this is basically because of how we met I, I remember I wasn't stranded <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but then at that point <laughs> at that point in time Time was of the essence. Yeah, that's right. That's but right. means was not there. Yeah, not yeah. means of money now, but means of like actualization. Yeah. Was not there. I needed transport. Yeah. Money was there, but there was no bike. <laughs> and, uh, wow. <laughs> you, 
know, you just came at the nick of tired and it's like you're able to recognize me and then like, oh yeah, why did the same way? Let's just move together and then now that began like a lifelong process yeah. because I'm um, seeing us 50, 60, 70 years uh, from amen, now. Amen, and, uh, amen. And telling stories of how we've moved from guys taking bikes to owning our own garages yeah, yeah. and all of those things. Yeah, that's right. So, <clears throat> so there's no head, there's no tail to this discussion today. <laughs> okay. So basically, because I know you are full of ideas, full of thoughts, and all of those things to to share. So, and basically, the bulk of the audience on this podcast are people around our age brackets. So, uh, maybe most of them should be married. I think it's just me and you that are still <laughs> <laughs> Not now. <laughs> I think it's just me and you that are still trying to find babes right now. So, Trust me, we are many. <laughs> I don't think we are many. I'm, we, as if I'm, I'm, I'm the only one until I started talking about it vehemently on your status. Okay. I was like, okay. Okay, okay I think, I think I'm going to make like a subtle hint on why that came. Like, yeah, like recently stuff around that has been like coming up and all of that maybe oh, okay. in the middle of our conversation child no, possibly i'll drop I'll, some I'll <laughs> no because me no, no, people have not been able to confront me basically like uh, why are you single and all of that i don't know though it has been like that for most of me it's not because i'm older now or i'm younger or anything for the most part of my life for the most part of my life i don't for the most part of my life i've not had uh, people prognose into my affair For the most part of my life, I've not had people interfere in my life and all of that. In fact, it got so bad at some point that people don't want to even correct me. <laughs> Maybe because I look too convinced about what I'm doing. I don't know. I, but now I'm beginning to try to like tone it down, okay. not look too serious and all of that, becoming more playful. I like play, but then I, I try to, I try to make sure that. Uh, I don't lose my sense of what while doing that because I understand that there are times when in the name of trying to be something that you are not people lose themselves yeah, that's right. so I don't want that to happen to me I, I know I'm, I'm still figuring out who I am but at the same time I understand that there's some degree of myself that I've already discovered uh. so like trying to be that fun guy uh, I, I also understand that I don't need to lose myself to, yeah, that's to, right, to that's that right. person so, um, hopefully, marriage will happen when it's supposed to happen. We'll try our best. That, that's the spirit. The thing is that we have beautiful people around. We have great, we have great ladies around who are doing stuff and all of that. My sister in law still accosted me a few days ago. She was asking me about a particular lady I told her about. So, <laughs> it was funny. So, she was not like, so me, I was not giving her reasons like I used to do. Like man, and for me it's the truth. I'm quite, I'm, I'm quite a giver. When I love somebody, I, like the way you truly know I love you is the way I give. So, I mean that should be. I mean apart from being you, that should be like that's like the standard, not like that should be. I mean, the model, Jesus Christ, okay. he loved the word yes. that he gave his only begotten son. So I mean, giving is like one the... like premise to show that okay. So the function of love is yeah, giving. That's right. <laughs> the F of love. Yeah. F of X, see people that are doing B. <laughs> so, um, and uh, I was like, um, I don't want to have somebody, say for instance, say you, 
like it might not even be you in need now but you just called me there was this lady i was interested in at some point she's not in the country anymore okay. like she even then we've not seen before oh really like we just bonded. met on the social media through someone else oh okay okay so we just bonded a bit and uh sorry my brother so yeah um and she just at the out of the blues just messaged me from where she was and like ah that please that somebody's in need and um, is there any way I can help with so 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 and so so amount jeez that moment I was so dry like there was nothing anywhere I had I was expecting some money at that point very good money but it wasn't forthcoming I was like God and that's the way I felt. So, like, imagine having somebody who you are already yeah. dating, and they are in such positions yeah, every now and then, which will yeah. most likely happen. I'm not saying that I want a liability. No, nobody wants. But there are instant. There are times when you have to you take up on you take on challenges that are bigger than you or something. Yeah. Or something just happened that are out of your mm-hmm. your plans. And then me not being able to meet that need or being there for the person is ah, for me it's not something I want to happen. So it's been my own phobia. <laughs> and I mean, like I said before, the way men are created, and we are, we, we are created in the form of like the superhero, the guy that always like comes to save, save the, day. the day and all of that. So I mean, when you are unable to like get that done sometimes, like it really like gets to you on, on the fact that, oh, I'm supposed to have been able to like do this for this person, but I'm unable to do it. And so most of the time we feel bad about such things. So it's like, yeah. It, so you feel the same way? Yeah, like every guy feels the same way. <laughs> no, because no, the, because me, I every responsible guy. I, 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 I think that would cover yeah. for that subset. Yeah, it's not a universal sense. Yeah. Every responsible guy feels that way. <clears throat> so um, I don't. I one of the things that I, I know I'm beginning to like go back into my past to see how that this man today speaking with you formed or came to be okay but i know it's who i am today is summation of my, yeah, yeah, my past right. experiences past decisions and everything and uh, I, there's something i noticed then because i realized that yes i and this is not to brag in any way or something but if i was in a group of my colleagues my folks people around my age bracket mm-hmm. that I kind of always have that not me might not necessarily be like me 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 kind of thing mm-hmm. but maybe if there's suppose if there's a, if, if, if there's a, uh, what's it called now spotlight okay. upon any people group in that larger group mm-hmm. I'll be among those people the spotlight will be on kind of mm-hmm. so and I looking back we've moved a lot and people have separated from people but the few ones have been able to stay in touch with some of them have gone on to do great things like their lives seem more coordinated than, than mine and i'm not regretting in any way so and i was trying to see okay at what point did something go wrong that uh, maybe things did not look that linear for me okay i've had some challenges that maybe one of these days i will even get to talk about on this podcast that uh, you see people lose as if their life is like on a straight line motivation mm-hmm. i finished secondary school get admission i feel i feel yeah. <laughs> so but one of the things i've been able to bring out and i want to like confirm from you if it's just me 
was that I was mindless for a very long time. Like I was in, like I wake up, sleep, I like, I don't You're know. Yes, I was just drifting along. Okay. Like, I was, so like, now look, I see these people had plans all along. So yeah. how early do children like get to begin to plan like that? Because I see some video clips on YouTube and you see young boys, some seven year old boys already saying that I'm going to be the best in basketball. Now there's even one like, say we're going to kill this thing. Like we walk, we walk hard, we grind. We, like at the age of like maybe, 10, 11, at that point, what was I thinking about? I already like it at that point. <laughs> so, but even at that, I wasn't like strategizing about it. <laughs> like, it's only when you find yourself around girls that you just. Uh, I don't know. So, I don't know how early in life did you start planning? <laughs> did I plan? <laughs> that's, 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 that's another question. Well, I mean, like you said, there, there's a book by. Uh, can I remember his name? Um, is it Zigzag? The name Zig, of the Zig, book, Ziggler. Uh-huh. Zig, 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 so it, the, the book talks about how life is not linear. Actually, that life is in a, more of a zigzag line than a linear line, in the sense that even when we make plans, yeah, like okay, in the next two years I should do, I should have done this, I should be here. In the next five years, long term, short term plan, they're all beautiful, like they're all good. But at the end of the day, when you start executing these things, they are zigzag more than they are a straight line or a linear line. So it's not all all rosy all through the way. Like when you start, when you plan, everything is going to fall into plan. I mean, for people that do business, you can actually like see these things. Like you start out, you have the idea, you have the plan, you have the business plan, everything is intact and ready. But when you start, it's a, a different. Yeah. It's a different. I mean, for people like us that are into the logistic business, we know this thing more because you can strategize, see, brainstorm for like seventy-two hours, like all the whole thing, no breaks and all of that. And then you come out there to execute your plan. Yeah, something you see, that was not in the plan. You get stuff. something, something different entirely. We change the whole dynamics of the plan, and then you have to like start thinking on on, on, on your on your feet yeah. and all of that. So life in itself is really not linear even for those i'm not i'm not going i'm not cursing anybody or i'm not trying to curse anybody but even for those that you think is linear for now you can give them like another five years and ask them is your life linear like the way i'm seeing it like is it from a to b to c like everything is just going from one level to another is is really if you want to be sincere it's not always like that even for the people that we call the rich they also have their own levels of obstacles where their line their their life is not like linear like that and or could we say that for those who their life seems linear or who they, are, they can even say their life is linear and they've not even begun to like live to their fullest potential because they, you know sometimes it's when you want to do more that you face certain challenges yeah that's right because if uh, say for instance now you have like 500 billion naira or 500 billion dollars let's just as like the person now, but you are living in Nigeria. You know, it is possible for your children not to have any obstacle. Mm-hmm. Because it can literally set up, for instance, a school for them in the house. Mm-hmm. I pay all the teachers from primary one till the end ahead. So if you can even pay everybody ahead, <laughs> I feel like you understand. Mm-hmm. So that it's like I can move on and you can even build the university <laughs> for them. Just mm-hmm. Because you wanted them to be your university, then. You now begin to bring in other people's children to be part and all of that. Look at the Lamar's children, for instance. Now they have a personalized schooling system that is a more set up for them. I'm not saying they don't have challenges, but 
could it be that some of these people will say they have been nice that they have not done they have not done anything beyond their capacity that they are not taking on new challenges or they are not going outside of their comfort zone yeah, yeah. Uh, to an extent i want to agree to that and i don't want, uh, there's a point i want to like address and i don't want to forget it but let me quickly address this hopefully i won't forget this point i mean like you mentioned elon Musk now yeah like you said for some people they might just yeah they have the wealth even with the wealth they are not looking forward to propagating it to like the next level so life can be linear to them now i want to use elon Musk as an example i mean before he could launch his first uh, satellite look at the various challenges he was having Elon Musk has like resources at his disposal yeah he has both human capital resources but he wasn't able to like get it done as at when he started for him at that level that's life not being linear to him yeah sure that's life and to buttress your point of maybe it's as a result of them not striving to be better Elon Musk wanted to do more and that is why he had those challenges so I feel like yeah to a very large extent I agree to the fact that when I mean let's even bring it down to people that don't have enough money as Elon Musk I went to my village and I was just with my cousin I was like look at these people they are not bothered about making millions of naira they are just here sitting peacefully eating their food waking up going to the farm and I mean if you ask those guys life is linear to them do you get like no, they they exactly exactly that okay when I wake up it, all I want to do in my life is be able to make sure that I have a farm that is two acres of land be able to sleep eat morning afternoon food I mean that is if you ask them they don't have challenges at that level the but when challenge, they, the only challenge they may have is like oh go and cultivate the exactly farm. Those, those are the little things and if you ask them they don't like my, my life is good but when they begin to strive like okay i want to make one million in six months i want to make another three million in the next quarter challenges be, begin to arise so life begins to move from being linear to like zigzag because trying to figure out that thing does not come at, at a go now the other thing i wanted to i mean address is you, you mentioned something like when did i start planning you said you watched a video of how a young boy basketball are talk, talking about killing it and getting it and grinding and all of that i think to, to a very good extent that that is as a result of our background our yeah when i mean background i mean where we grew up people around us and um like the situation at which or surrounding our upbringing there's a book by outliers and by uh, malcolm gladwell outliers it talks about it, I, 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 that that man is like pretty very intelligent and i like the way he dissects like certain philosophy i mean people talk about success and they make it look as if it's just your hard work really <laughs> like they make it look like it's because oh you've done so much work and all of that thing and they forget some very intrinsic part of what makes somebody successful like what would you add to hard work exactly like he mentioned some certain people he went down to their background looked at the situation surrounding them look at bill gates he had a mother that was working with ibm he had some certain resources disposal and uh, resources at his disposal that an average nigerian kid might never <laughs> like some people will never get that kind of opportunity in their life so some some kids at a very early age they've been exposed to books like like mind-changing books 
maybe at seven they read a particular book that 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 shifted their 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 mindsets completely. So these are some of the things. Like for me, I mean, when 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 I one of the things I used to tell people when I tell them about my story of university and all of that, like how I graduated with the first class and all, I told them that seeing one of the things that helped me was when I got to that school, the room they posted me to, that I entered, the guys that were there, they were serious people. <laughs> Those because that was, that was another level. Yes, in other level because the set of friends I mixed with were the friends that really. All we do is go to class, go to calf, eat, go back to the hostel, play game from like eight o'clock in the night to like two in the morning, and then go and sleep. And you won't sleep where and wake up again. There's class. You repeat the same thing week in week out. So, but at the time, I just saw my room. This set of guys, they were older, like they were in, they were in 200, 300 level, and I think one was in 400 level. I saw them out. Their own friends would come around. They talk about assignments. They do assignment, talk about the fact that they had tests and they needed to read. <laughs> like, come on, hope I've not misplaced my priority. And then sense started falling on my head again. And then I started seeing how, listening to their conversation, how most of these guys were topping their classes. So that, at that point, changed everything for me. For the other guys, they were not lucky. I'm not saying I'm better than them, but somehow life didn't just play out for them to be lucky to be in like that, that situation. For them to see it and for them to like yeah plug in and all so i mean those things determines like the background the people the kind of circle we fall in the the kind of school we go to those little little things that feels like okay they don't really matter is about your no not really it's, i mean it's not really about your yes hard work matters but all these little things like where you grew up they, contribute. they contribute a whole lot a whole lot they contribute a whole lot. I mean, you can leave a child, you can, you can put two child, like, is I think it's a feasible experiment. Put two child, put a child in Ajegunle, put a child in a, a in an elite family, a well-educated house, and put a child in one that is not. And let's see the, let's see the outcome of those child in another 20 years. The outcome will be definitely different. So these are, these are like, I'm not saying children from the slump cannot make it, but already the, likelihood the, the pedestrian that you put the guy in lucky the child in lucky or is already at an advantage compared to the guy at ajegunle because at ajegunle what the parents are thinking is survivor but the guy in lucky they are thinking okay generational wealth how do we make like this thing to go like the next level okay this child needs to like go to harvard this those are things that have, those are things that changes the dynamics i mean for the lucky ones or yeah, I, let me use the word lucky for the lucky ones. Maybe the one that went to Ajegunle luckily encountered something. Maybe was strolling and met like some people doing a program and he just peeped and he had something. Bam! And that was the change the guy needed. Or he went for he went for a prep class or something and he saw a book and he picked the book and he started reading it. I can tell you of books that I read that I know that. I, this book played a major part in changing how I'm thinking or how I think or how I see things generally. So these are like because even for me, like most yeah, my parents did like very like very well, especially when it comes to like putting you in the right path. But there were some things that they couldn't give me because they don't have it. Because you can only give what you have. But as a result of encounters of maybe books, people listening to things, 
those things are where I picked this, picked that, picked this, and then I mean, by God's grace, we are where we had now. So there's more to succeed than just hard work. So, but. You know, there's this discussion we were having about practical coming for theory the last time we talked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, man, I, I need to apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> I stressed you. <laughs> I stressed uh, you. <laughs> nobody so, planned that it was going to happen like that. <laughs> so, and uh, theory coming after practicals. Because then at that point, sorry, please, when did they close? Yeah, yes, uh, it's 11 10. Oh, okay, okay, that's <laughs> You want to get food, yes. So, um, and theory coming after practicals is something I've seen a lot. See, take for instance driving for me, I've never been to any driving school, but when I'm talking about cars now. Like most Nigerians would think I'm an airlight, whereas if you listen to people who understand cars really, you realize that I didn't know much. So, but what am I trying to bring out is that some of the things I now know and can easily comprehend when I hear other people say them is because I first started driving. Yeah. Say, for instance, you are going to teach me driving right now and it's going to be a manual. Now I've seen it happen. Where they tell you press clutch. Okay, you, once you crank the engine, then you have you like mount pressure on the clutch, and then now the thing is that the mind wants to see what you are talking about. Yeah. So the first thing I do is I try yeah. to look because at he this. understands yes. the pictures. You understand? He actually don't understand, understand the words. words yes. <laughs> so is that I want to look, and at the same time I want to look at this one and apply the gear, engage the gear, yeah. and all of that. And then at the same time I need to like apply my brake. To ensure that when I'm releasing this one, yeah. the car does not jump. Yeah. And at the same time, when I'm releasing this, I need to do this. Like, it's already too complex for the mind. Uh. So, but say for instance, the guy just sits down beside his driver and he was watching how everything's happening. You're not telling him anything. Which is how most Nigerians want to drive. They learn how to drive a model. Then one day, the guy, the father is not around, but the uncle is not tries around, it. and the guy tries it. Uh. So now, based on that, when the guy comes back, when the dad comes and I realize that this guy has moved this, I tell him move moto or who has moved this way. You know, I do and all of that. <laughs> and then if that happens that way, then it might be moto me more, don't ever touch this car again. Or the other response could be that, I uh, know you have to be patient, let me just put it Now, if you now want to put two people through now, the guy that will grasp it faster yeah. is the guy who had already took the risk right. of yeah. he has tried it. So he understands when you are now sensitive. So practical. So now, the thing is that why I'm bringing up this point is your, the hard work analogy with other yeah. factors. Is that many at times we. And I understand this point in that many at times when we want to elevate certain truths. Have been neglected. There are times where we neglect existing truths mm-hmm. that we now forget to and to tell the people who are listening to us that this new truth, so-called new truth, or this neglected truth that we are now bringing to the light now, works together with this yeah, one yeah, that's right. that you already have. Yeah. yeah. So imagine, that, for instance, say you see 
Yoruba man. It's about on a Monday morning. That's on Monday. Don't work at me. But you know that there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. Yeah. It's because we neglect, we elevated the Western culture. And then uh, do you know I, I do that in my workplace because we do not have like any yeah, official, official. official. So and sometimes I just come to work. Tech company now. Yeah, and sometimes I just come to work in the native on a Monday. So and some people will question, like, ask, ah, what's up? What's no, happening? Sometimes like, happens to their mind. Yeah, and they think they are, they think they are civilized. Yeah. So is that in trying to manage? That's what happens to most people. Say you are not work or you are work. Mm. Is that what they now call workism? Is, and this is a conversation that is currently happening across Nigeria right now. And I tried to explain somewhere that our definition of wokeism in Africa should not be the definition of wokeism in America. That's one. Two is that this idea of Gen Z, Gen yeah. X, it doesn't apply to us. Mm. Why? Because how they came up with those terms had to do with the dispensation yeah, in America. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with yes. in terms of innovation, innovation and yes. all of that. Yeah. And their experience. So you have baby boomers yeah, who were born yeah. in the late 50s, early 60s. Just so we just adopt these things and don't understand. Don't really think through. This is, we need to come up with our own terms yeah. and with our own, uh, if we want to label. So wokeism for us here now, for instance, is that... Uh, as a new thing. I remember one of the things, if you check most of my profile pictures, uh, you see something like a positive civilization. Mm. Where did that idea come from? Is that then where I grew up mostly, where I did, I, I grew up in a lot of places. But the part where I began to understand my environment most was when I was growing up in Kogi, mm. like my hometown. And uh, you see young girls then get pregnant and or even before they get pregnant and they have boyfriends and then they are already sexually active and then for you who has not been doing it the way they talk to you is that would be large and you know that roughly translates to mean that you are not civilized now how does being sexually active translate to civilization and this is not an african thing alone because we want to see it if if the american movies we see they are true people shame virgins yeah like (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy you <laughs> understand so and uh, you, you have made your choice uh-huh. why shame on that person uh, uh, sorry sorry to like yeah like quickly deviate like because you brought about this conversation yeah I just want to like keep it in I mean it doesn't just stop on being a virgin or not it goes to the way I want to socialize yeah like so okay so like I mean personally I am indifferent like if you drink, it's a fine thing. If, if you are good with drinking, it's fine. If you are not, it's your choice. It's your choice. So, personally, when I go out there, I usually do not take alcohol. I just take, like, soda or soft drink, you know. But I realize that the people, the company I am with at that point, maybe one person or the other will pick on me, like, ah, like, Hey, now sugar, sugar, you want to drink me. So, you know, they drink this thing. Ah, what they do, that kind of thing. So, I find that, like, they become, like... Um, they have to start defending their... Yeah! So, most of the time, what I see is that, okay, you have insecurity based on the fact that you are drinking and you are, you are trying to put that insecurity on me. Yeah. Because I, w- I do not judge you because you are drinking. Yeah, actually, there's no point Exactly. It is what... I mean, it is what you like to do and you are comfortable with it. Like, it's fine. So, why put your insecurity... So, it's, it's more like you're having a guilty conscience already within yourself. And you're projecting it on another person. Exactly. So, the same thing comes with this, this, this 
uh, virginity thing like you decide you they didn't force you it wasn't a rape case you decided you wanted to engage and you did it so why if you see somebody else that is not doing it why do you have to project the fact that they are not engaging in that act i just see beyond being woke is a form of insecurity see, yeah, actually. so <laughs> I, I think you've been able to jump many stops for me because that's where i'm going to is that wokeism usually is like some form of insecurity and yeah. you're trying to make what is not acceptable acceptable that's why people shout okay yeah, yeah. and secondly is that and it's it's the thing is like a two-edged sword that style and that's one of the things that very intelligent people understand is that a method is a method can be applied both ways for instance now you see so uh, apple used to have their tech evangelist now the word evangelist is not come from Apple. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, they're yeah. able to understand that if you want to propagate something, you need a spokesperson. Yeah. You need somebody who believes in this thing and can Should communicate it effectively, yeah. demonstrating mm-hmm. the effectiveness, the usefulness, the, the, the all the things that needs mm-hmm. to catch the attention of the person they are trying to combat. Mm-hmm. Because you are changing, you are going to be changing behaviors. Yeah, that's right. They're going to be changing beliefs. So for you to do that, you need an evangelist. Now, did that, did that concept did not start with that. It started with Christianity. So if, as it, uh, if uh, what was it called? Now, if uh, Apple understands that, it means that on at face value, we shouldn't condemn anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Try to understand. Mm-hmm. He said, above all things, get understanding. Mm-hmm. Above all things, get understanding. Reasons for such behaviors. Yes, so yeah. understand how that is there a method here that is amoral that is neither good right. or bad that we can adopt to propagate or to ensure that this thing or there's something we're trying to work on works better so the moment you do that you are able to plug into because some of the things that success that are that succeed in this part of existence is as a result of something that has been able to plug into people's behavioral pattern yeah 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 I agree with that. So, if it's successful, say for instance, people going to club, and you have to realize that people are, more people are going to club than they're going to church. Mm. I think the church needs to understand yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. Or the mosque needs to understand something. I mean, this 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 thing you said uh, is just there, there was a day we were in church, so there was like a music concert, yeah. Like they invited like guest artists and there were dramas and all of that. The church was like super full. Like everywhere was jam-packed. There was literally no space. The following Wednesday, the church was not even half full. What does that tell you? I was telling my friend that was sitting beside me. Are you not seeing what I'm seeing? That means there's something about entertainment that we really need to like pay attention to. Because it pulls the crowd. People want to marry, people want to have fun, people want to be chilled and cool and all of that. So you must be able to like, okay, say for instance, you have, like in the case of the church you're using now, you have a message. But, like, I think it's this guy's work. I should be able to send you that work. Uh, Seth Godin. I know he's Oh, yeah, I know, I know. The one marketing yes, is like marketing that. Yes, marketing said something about, he said that, the thing is that you must understand that every message needs a medium. Yeah, that's right. So, and say the gospel, for instance, has a message. Uh-huh. And it could either be, it could either be delivered in a text, uh-huh. it could be delivered in a song, uh-huh. it could 
the delivered in a drama in a drama yeah so it can take on different so forms. and this we are not we are using the we are using uh, religious or christian this thing to say these things because they are some of the things that we share in common yeah. but we are saying these things so that even non-believers can be able to adopt and pick on these things and know how to apply them to even other areas of their own specialty and their lives yeah. when they are making decisions so um, by and large uh, we've said a lot <laughs> we've said so much and uh, I think myself I need to listen to this thing again and again about Bethany so and I need to listen to it again and again to pick out some of the things we've said and uh, it's, it's because in, in uh, the journey to success is not a journey of I have found it <laughs> it's not possible to find yeah, it you, you keep yes you keep you discovering keep coming. <laughs> you keep discovering so it's a combinatorial yeah. thing like you like there's something you learn when you're in primary two. That's right. And then the next thing that will make it make sense better is something that you learn in every day says one. Or says two. And then the next thing that will now make it go wild mm-hmm. is something that you now hear one of your friends say that you never go to school. So and uh, there was something I learned from the guy. You know where this M Global office is at uh M Global. That's opposite Preboye. Yeah, go to Opposite it on the other side. Of yeah, the I think I see something global. Yes, M-Global is another place. Opposite that train station. Oh, okay. Before Transfer Amusement Park. Uh, that corner. Yes, opposite it. Okay. So there's this guy that sells um, uh, clothing materials. Okay. So I used to buy some more clothing from the guy. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> so I was there once and then like a chinos or something. So I was now complaining to him that the problem is that there are times when I buy these things and then tell us just destroy it. So like I'm tired and all that. So now I said that one of the things he has learned in life and the things that those tellers must learn to apply is that if there's anything that you want to change, like say your clothes, for instance, your jeans, your chinos, your shirt, that you must first take time to appreciate what the first doers, like the designers of that thing, what they first did. Appreciate it. Get like mingle with it mm. look at it all. definitely yeah. you understand know how understand that, like, yeah you should be able to close your eyes and, and know yeah. what the pattern is of that thing mm. before you can alter it mm. that simple thing he said became a secret mm. yeah. there's any and it's only for any industry you want to step into any industry you want to step into basically that is the first course of action go into that industry maybe as a laborer or something but understand that industry first or if you cannot take that enough that time to do that, possibly invite people who are already in that industry, ask them questions. So mm-hmm. listen, just listen to yeah. them talk. What are their pain points and all of those things? Once you successfully do that, I think that's what you guys are doing with Save for that. Mm-hmm. Where it is not that you guys came from UK or from US to come and impose any idea. Like I'm sure there's going to be like some feed, signs of feedback that you get okay. from these uh, riders. These riders. And yeah. then you are now innovating. I yeah, think I think there was this time when you said you needed eight thousand. Uh, yeah, we the riders now. Yes, I mean, uh, recently we just did like twenty k rides 20K in, a, in a week. Wow! Did I say week? A day? Sorry, twenty thousand rides. In yeah, one. in a day. So I mean, like, so far this year we've done like three million rides altogether. Wow! 
plus, three million plus, right? Oh, so I mean, that's that's huge. It's it's yeah, it's a lot. So <laughs> like it applies, it applies everywhere. Like, yeah. You get to understand that industry. Yeah. Understand, admire. In fact, don't just understand it. Admire it the way it first is, the way the people made them, made them. Understand because no nothing nothing comes to be and remains the same. Yeah. If it does not work, people will either evolve or dump it. That's right. That's right. So if at any point you get to it and you are still having pain points, it must have evolved to that level. Mm. Like the pains were not there maybe before. Or the pains were more than that before. Mm. Somebody or some people have done something to elevate that pain to the point where you are getting. So you must understand that journey. Mm. And I'm wanting us to close on this because if anybody that listens to this point should be able to take some away something from mm. it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I, 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 there's something I want to share. But okay, maybe okay, okay, no, okay. So I mean, when you, when you started, like you talked about this is a random podcast. Yes. And then so recently I was that when you said random, then it struck me again. Like, okay, I, I was reading a book also by Malcolm Gladwell, and he talked about spontaneity, like when we talk about you being spontaneous. You know, when you are spontaneous, it's not a random act. Most of the time, we think it's a random act that oh, I'm just spontaneous and I did this thing like this and it worked. It's really not a spontaneous act. It is something we have been doing and doing. It, it's a repetitive thing that we have been doing. I mean, this is not your first time of doing a podcast, yeah? This is not my first time of talking or engaging people on this level. So it's really not an So most of the time we say, ah, I just did that thing spontaneous and it came out well. Like really, it's really, if you check it, you have been doing that thing repetitively. And an incident came, you needed to think on the spot and a heart. As a result of what you have been doing in the past, oh, yeah, it you easier. could, yeah, you could that's, execute. That's why I agree. If you bring somebody that is clueless about like things like this, they, they can yeah, never be spontaneous, reaction or whatever. Exactly. So it's just something I like. Spontaneity is an idea of the fact that there has been like repetitive action on that thing for it to be able to be spontaneous. That's true. Exactly. All these musicians that they do freestyle. Yeah. I mean, don't just you, if you have never sang a song, you cannot just pick a mic and say you want to freestyle. You will do rubbish. <laughs> because they've done it over and over and over, they've sang different songs. So putting words together, making a melody is not going to be difficult. Yeah. So thank you so much. For Welcome. It's nice to be here too. <laughs> My God's the second week of January, mm. and uh, hopefully we'll be able to continue with our conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that time, it won't be spontaneous. <laughs> it's <gonna> be random. <laughs> I maybe we'll have a structure. Structured. We'll have a topic right here. Structured. So Merry Christmas to you. And even though and uh, that's that's part of the ideas now. Yes, uh, but then it's still, it's, the spirit is yeah, still very I much. Mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, Boxing day, did you so, open any any gifts? I know there's nobody, nobody to give. <laughs> then gift yourself a gift. Huh? <laughs> okay, okay, I opened a box. I opened my wardrobe. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Waking up and opening your eye. That's that's you actually you opened yeah, something. <laughs> you opened something, and that's like one of the major gifts you can like ever get. Like sleeping and waking up. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for going along with us on this journey. See you again soon. Yeah. Have a blast of uh, love to come back of Christmas and New Year. And I pray and I hope that uh, the coming year is going to be the best one ever. Yeah, it is. Going to be so, this plan, pray, the 
prayer and take action. God bless.